There's nothing quite like rain on a quiet summer afternoon. Bright blue skies give way to a gloomy yet gentle gray. The clouds cascade and brood in chaotic harmony with a deep rolling rumble of thunder. The smell of petrichor permeates through all else as the storm makes itself known to each of your senses. From beneath the surface, the quiet soil beneath your feet, the worms w Wait, ho hold on a second. What's up with that anyway? Why do worms come out when it rains? Well, it depends on who you ask. Unfortunately, we can't ask the worms directly, but it turns out that plenty of scientists have been asking this very question for, well, a very long time. Today, we explore the leading hypotheses for what drives worms to the surface for these rainy day adventures. I'm Devin Boker. You are listening to The Wildlife. Worms and soil go together like peanut butter and jelly. What might not be so obvious is that worms need to breathe, something they're surprisingly able to do just fine in the dark dirt beneath their feet. This isn't to say that worms emerge because they'd otherwise drown in their subterranean burrows as is commonly believed. See, worms don't have lungs like you and I. Instead, they breathe by absorbing oxygen through tiny pores in their skin. In fact, they actually need a delicate balance of moisture and oxygen to make that happen. When it rains, the normal balance of the soil is disrupted, as are the conditions on the surface, which become more inviting. It's sort of like on movies where the astronauts check their readings on some new planet and they realize they can take off their helmets. Trouble is that once the sun comes back out and things begin to dry, worms don't have much time to get back beneath the surface. If they happen to have made their way onto something impenetrable for their soft, wormy bodies like a concrete sidewalk or asphalt, it's pretty much game over. It's important to note, too, that different worm species respond differently, depending on their oxygen needs. Those who thrive in little oxygen might remain in the soil, whereas those with higher needs are more likely to emerge. Picture this, you're walking barefoot on a pavement. A sudden rain shower drenches the ground. What do you do? You might seek shelter, step carefully to avoid slipping, step somewhere dry. For worms, the rain-soaked surface becomes a playground. As the rain saturates the soil, the surface becomes more pliable and easier for worms to maneuver. That lubrication provided by the water reduces friction, making it less strenuous for them to travel across the ground certainly a better use of energy. It may be that rainfall provides the optimal conditions for worms to travel to new and faraway places on a grand adventure, like across the street. Rainy weather is also an ideal time for worms to engage in reproductive activities. Earthworms are hermaphrodites, meaning they possess both male and female reproductive organs. During the rain, worms seize the opportunity to seek out a mate. It's possible that they come to the surface to find partners and get their wiggles out. Once their reproductive mission is complete, they may also use the rainwater as a means of dispersal, moving to new areas with fresh resources and opportunities like I mentioned before. Or these excursions might be a different kind of escape. While worms might not be the fastest creatures, they possess an astonishing ability to sense environmental changes which serves them well when escaping predators. 
The vibrations caused by raindrops hitting the ground might falsely alert them to the presence of potential predators, like moles. Sensing danger, worms swiftly make their way to the surface, where they are more exposed but less likely to fall prey to their underground adversaries. It's a clever survival tactic that enables them to evade harm and live to wiggle another day. While certainly a plausible explanation, it's worth noting that this has not yet been demonstrated in laboratory tests. It also has some logical issues, in my opinion. For example, if they think that the rain is a predator, why would they go toward it? Adding another curious piece to this puzzle, not all worms engage in these rainy day side quests. If they did, you'd certainly see a lot more. In some places, a rainfall would mean that the very ground itself would appear to transform into a writhing bowl of spaghetti. Young worms don't appear to emerge. Some species almost never emerge. And the why isn't entirely known. Perhaps determining that why is the key in answering the overall why behind their rainy day forays. The next time you find yourself marveling, or gagging, I suppose, at the sight of worms popping up after a summer rain, remember that there's more to their behavior than meets the eye. Their affinity for rain is not merely a coincidence, but a remarkable adaptation that ensures their survival and helps them thrive. Though the reasons aren't 100% certain and are likely a mixture of things. So the next time you witness these earthy enchanters emerge after a refreshing shower, take a moment to appreciate the intricate dance of nature at play. After all, even the tiniest creatures have their own tales to tell. Thank you for listening to this short from the wildlife. I am Devin Boker. If you would like to support the blog and podcast, you can do that for as little as $1 per month at patreon.com slash the wildlife. And as a bonus, you get some bonuses. Have a question that you would like answered on the show? Send them over to hello at the wildlife.blog. You can even have your voice featured on the show by sending a voice memo recorded right on your phone. And with that, peace out, Rainbow Trouts.